coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Meet the Mets, step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your kiddies, bring your wife. Guaranteed to have the time of your life because the Mets are really sucking the ball. Knocking those home runs over the wall. East side, west side, everybody's coming down to meet the M-E-T-S Mets of New Let's bring him in. Huskers basketball assistant coach, Matt Abdomasi. Coach, we needed that song today, man. My goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> hey, DP, if you need that song to get through the day, you got issues. Oh, man, today I needed it. It was, it was, whoo. I needed something that, that sounded like it was slightly pleasant. It was, uh, <laughs> it's been a tough day, man. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, like this, because Jay and I were talking. It's tough when you're in these programs, when changes happen. And people forget about the people. Yeah, we're all sports fans, man. I mean, we've all cheered really hard for whether it's individual people we're attracted to or the program or an organization. And as a fan, you quickly don't realize that somebody's family. They're relying on that person to provide for them and that, you know, these are good, hardworking people. And, you know, it, we're very, very quick to say, wow, that's great. Well, let's take a step back. It's, this is a, it's a sad day. It's, this is not a rejoiceful day. And, um, you know, we've all been there as fans, and, and it's tough. It sucks. It's the worst part of, of the industry. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, these are some really talented people that will continue to only – prosper in this business because they are good people first and foremost knowing them and um i know that they'll continue on this journey and do great things it's um my responsibility to say thank you uh to you for uh walking me in the room last week and letting me talk to your guys um even you know days later it still resonates that you trusted me with them and that's a big part of it like you trusted me with your kids right before season starts so brother thank you for allowing me to talk to that squad well we could only say thank you you know not it's not very often that you get to come across people that have a story like you do and not only a story but the timing as we all know is everything in life and our guys needed to hear the message that you gave because we're all victim of getting caught up in things that ultimately really don't matter, whether it's materialistic things or, um, in some cases, personal issues that really don't matter. And what you provided those group of guys, you provided myself, 
is just a recalibrating of the mind to truly just being grateful for what we all have right now. And I know your message to the guys, grateful that they're about to take on the responsibility of playing a basketball season for an incredible program, for an incredible coach. So you might be saying thank you to us, but we, we throw it right back at you because that was – we were very blessed to be in that room hearing your message. Uh, Matt Abdomasi, Huskers basketball, and tomorrow night at Pinnacle Bank Arena, we get to show off, break the seal, and show off this new basketball team. And in real form, a direction change is is yep. is, is preferred. What's the message to the young men? I mean, it's, it's the first big day. Is it one game at a time? Is it – uh, on your teammates, is it we over we over me? What what's the final thing you whisper to them? Well, I personally hate the whole coaching cliche of one game at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's certainly not what Fred does either. But we look at it when we wake up tomorrow as the first opportunity that we have to returning this program to relevance. There's a fine line between irrelevant. And relevant and for quite some time we've been on the irrelevant side everyone's tired of that everyone's put in a lot of work and have been committed and trying to get to this moment tomorrow night tomorrow night is a pivotal point for us because when that ball tips in the air that is a lot of hard work that went into the product that's going to be out there to perform in front of these great fans. So it's the first opportunity to return to relevance. When you turn to relevance, that's when you can start talking about taking this place to levels it's never seen before. But the first step is certainly taking care of business on your home court. And that has been the recurring message throughout the off season is when you have a special home court advantage, like we are blessed to have playing at Pinnacle Bank Arena, you better protect it. And tomorrow is that first opportunity to do so. Matt, this is uh, Jay Foreman, man. I'm, uh, I see you sometimes over there, but you know I'm gonna start hitting you up since the brother ain't been over to practice yet. But it's all good. Hey, I see you, you, listen, I see man, you hold you DP to a, to, to a higher uh, standard to me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna ask you this though, man. I know the first one. I always say the first real game is always the hardest. That's my opinion right yeah, no doubt. just yep. because as much as the players think they're in game shape you know you can't replicate the nerves and the energy yep. so forth and so on with that being said what is one or two things that you're looking for uh out of this team to know that like you're on the right track i know like our fans you know fans and you know the so-called people that like to evaluate every game they're just looking at points and who can shoot who can't yeah. but yeah. you know as a former player and you as a coach you know you guys look at things more you know realistically so what are one or two things you're going to look for uh from your team to know that you're on the right path or started on the right path yeah immediately jay the first thing that we look at is just assist the turnovers um you know in order for to be a high octane offense that we saw when we were at our previous stops under uh coach hoiberg you have to have a very positive assist to turnover ratio that's something we did not have the first two years we were very careless with the basketball made untimely turnovers and this year we feel like through the preseason and these first two exhibition games we've really seen 
that we've grown in that area in taking possession seriously enough to where we're getting quality looks. If we get quality looks, we feel like we have an absolute lethal offense, and um, that's definitely something that we need to take out of this game and every game moving forward. And then the other areas just continue to grow as a unit. You know, when you have so many new guys, it's not the easiest job to get them to be one cohesive group. Something that Fred Hoiberg is as a lead of any coach, probably because of his NBA experience, is getting a group of guys to buy in very quickly to one another. We've always had a high turnover rate in terms of our roster. And um, when you have that, you have new faces. When you have new faces, there's challenges. And, you know, the one thing that he just does an absolute elite, phenomenal job of is getting the guys to believe in each other and make them realize how important each individual guy is in this program. And, you know, that's one thing we need to continue to see because we haven't seen adversity. Adversity really shows your character and your DNA as a team and as a program. And uh, that's something that we're looking forward to, to seeing how we respond to it. So I would say those areas right off the bat. Matt, what's the health situation like on the squad? We have uh, everybody's available. Lat Mayan has have had uh, some ankle issues. He turned the ankle in the Colorado game. Um, and because of that, he might not play tomorrow. It'll be literally a game-time decision. He's rehabbing it nonstop with our training staff. And Kobe Webster has had a back issue that's been lingering, back spasms um, that seem to not want to go away. So he's continuing to rehab. So those two guys right there um, will literally be right at game time decisions. We'll have everybody else suited up, though. What do we need to know about the the Leathernecks from Western Illinois? I mean, the one thing about them is is they're going to come in and bring physicality. I mean, they have legit height. Um, you know, the one thing that we have to do a great job of is if we can keep it them to half-court possessions, we feel like defensively, we can do a really good job of, of limiting their opportunities, uh, not allowing them to score in transition. They certainly want to get out and run. They do have some legit athletes on their team as well that will test us, especially on the offensive glass. So definitely a, a true test with our ability to rebound the basketball, which has been an emphasis since the Colorado game, that you know, it's a five-man effort. All five guys on the floor need to be committed to gra- grabbing that ball and whether it's the guards, wings, bigs, whoever it may be, it's a team effort. So they'll definitely challenge us on that. And, uh, you know, they have a couple perimeter threats. I mean, we're going to have to do a really good job of knowing who's a shooter, who's a driver. And um, if we can stay true to that and limit their opportunities from the perimeter, we feel like from an offensive standpoint, we're going to be able to get out and score and limit. uh, If we can limit their opportunities, certainly we feel really confident. Uh, What point or how close are you to or is it a constant thing that you're going to kind of hone in on your rotation with this much talent uh, or this you know depth yeah. of a team yeah it's, I mean it's a great question I mean uh, that's why they pay the big man the big bucks he can figure <laughs> out the rotation and the playing time you know for one thing that I've seen with with Fred is um, he's going to give guys opportunities they need to stay ready and, you know, he does a great job communicating with the guys, literally almost on a daily basis about their roles and understanding what it's going to take to get to the floor. And um, I think the guys, they ultimately appreciate the transparency. You don't get that 
in every program. And when he does that, what it does is it gets guys to psychologically stay intact to where when their name's called, they're ready to go. But, you know, night like tomorrow and moving forward, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the eight, nine guys are somewhat solidified. And then there's, there's guys that need to be ready, uh, like Lat and Kobe. If they are not able to play, you know, there's got to be guys that are ready to go. And, and that's where I'm really excited because I feel like we have a very mature team that is very committed to the end game. And that end game is to win. They know if we win, everyone benefits off of it. And when you want to win at the level we need to, you're, there's plenty of sacrifice that comes into play. And I know sacrifice isn't something, a word that kids want to use because, you know, they grow up in a culture where it's always about themselves individually and forget very quickly that there's four other guys on the floor and a bunch of other guys ready to go that are going to help them make them successful. And that's one area that our program's really grown now, now that we have a stable foundation um, with our roster that uh, I, I, we're ready to take off. Matt, uh, you've been in this coaching game for a long time. Have you, have you ever been ejected? Oh, no, he have did, I, Matt. You know what? I, I haven't been ejected, but you have no idea how many times I've had co- uh, referees literally say crazy things to me because of the th- crazy things I say to them. So. <laughs> well, well, we have we, we have someone here. Uh, Jay, Jay coaches on the weekend, and Jay got his first ejection. What, what advice do you have for him? Wow, Jay. That's, <laughs> that's impressive, man. Uh, well, it, it, there's a backstory to it, you know. Uh, you know, it, what, I won't get into the, it over what's here. The, what's the age of the kids? Fourteen. Wow. Well, my my advice is, what made you a really successful player in your own right is that you probably had a lot of co- uh, coaches around you that were, were calm and you fed off their calmness. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> calmness, did. Calm, well, calmness leads to confidence. Yeah, well, I, everybody that I, I that that I know have been coaching has been dinged up about two or three times. I never had a, <laughs> I never had a technical or whatever. So then, I, you know, once you challenged me to go two, and then he was like, you want me to call the game? I was like, if you're feeling froggy, then call the game then. So he called the game. <laughs> <laughs> so it really was just just more or less just you know I was like all right I'm I'm gonna see how this feels or whatever I told the team I did it on purpose but it was one of the deals they the boys thought it was cool but it really wasn't I mean I shouldn't have but I'd never done it before I don't really get hey. on the refs I just think some of the dudes are you know either you know how to blow your whistle or you don't I'm not gonna let all you right, like be man. biased yeah we we li- we have to unfortunately live through that for the next four months with bad whistles and the the one thing that is always to me just I have no idea how the hell he does it is Fred Hoiberg is literally the most calm dude ever they can make the worst call in the world and he brings a level of calmness which I've seen work in wondrous crazy ways where the basketball gods they find a way to give you something down the road saw it at Iowa State at a high level he never got thrown out of one game um he got one tee played in the NCAA tournament against Kentucky was a heck of a game he got a tee fired fired our team up uh had a chance to beat Kentucky in the NCAA tournament and he only got thrown out of one game with the Bulls like it was against the Clippers I remember watching it um because I congratulated him for getting thrown out of a game and um 
yeah, the calmness part, man, it's hard. Really is hard. But we're lucky we have a head coach, unlike Jay, that's calm, cool, and collected. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> well, well, but as I, so on each staff, though, so if the head coach is calm, you gotta have somebody. That's somebody there. like, and I have a sneaky suspicion that Matt is the guy who's supposed to verbally ride an official to the point of where he bends but doesn't break. Is that fair? Yeah, like it- I have. I think you know me well by now. I have a ways with words, and <laughs> you know you'll see me talk to refs a lot at timeouts. And if there was a mic on me, certainly probably wouldn't be praised for the things I have to say. But I will say that we're fortunate enough to get cool enough with these refs where you're able to speak to them in a way that you get your point across. Um, and we also have a good group of refs. You, you don't, the amount of times they acknowledge they screwed up, and you always respect that. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all human. We make mistakes. Just be a man and say, man, you know what? I screwed up. Yeah. The, one, the ones that don't, those are the ones that DP. I mean, you just go out and you go out their neck. Yeah, 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 you have to. What yeah, do you, you got to. Sometimes what do you say to your players? But what do you say to the players? Is the players, do you want them communicating with the officials, or is that your job? Um, you know what? We, we put a lot of trust in our guys where they're able to communicate with the referees. I mean, we have some older guys that have been through enough battles where they know how to communicate in a positive manner that's not going to hurt them or reflect badly on them where we get a, the next bad call. Um, so we're certainly not against it. Um, you know, it's all kind of trial by error, too. I mean, it depends what the situation is with guys. But it's certainly very sensitive, but we, we trust our guys to be able to communicate. What What's your message to Husker fans as they make their plans to head down to PBA tomorrow night? Well, I mean, the biggest message is, is that, you know, at the end of the day, when we got here two and a half years ago, we knew that there was going to be challenges immediately. And I think the one thing I've always seen talking to people in the community, talking to people like yourself, is they've always really respected the fact of how well we've handled and, most importantly, how Fred Hoiberg's handled himself. We were very trying first 24 months on the job. And that's what you're going to get from us is when we're wrong, we own it, we move on, we get better. And that's what you're going to get from this team is we're not going to be perfect I wish we could sit here and say we're going to have a perfect record. It's not happening, not in this conference, not in this era of basketball. Can't be done. But what you're going to get is you are going to have a really talented team that is dying to do something special. And that commitment was shown on June 8th when they all started here the first day and has been carried on with unwavering confidence and belief that we're going to do something special that going to do something special has been thrown around a lot. When we say going to do something special, we expect to be having a party on Selection Sunday to hear our name called. And with that, there's a lot of things that need to go your way. There's a lot of things that need to happen. But when you have the right people in the right positions, we feel like we're able to do that, and we, we feel like we have a special group. And the last thing I'll say is what I hope, and I know – I was there this morning when Fred spoke to the media, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. What I do hope is that we could come together at 7 p.m. tomorrow and realize why we are present in 
Pinnacle Bank Arena and the meaning of why we're in Pinnacle Bank Arena. And it's been a very trying two years, 18 months for everybody. A lot has happened to this country, to this world. A lot has happened in our communities. But the one thing you're going to have at PBA at 7 p.m. tonight, tomorrow night is a unified group that is unbelievable representatives of this program and of this university. And for that, people should be really proud. It's not about a song. It's not about what you're doing with the song. It's about the people that are representing this unbelievable university and state, and they're doing it with class, and they're doing it with nothing but respect. And all we hope is that we can give people a reason to come together, be together, celebrate together, have fun together, and make it a beautiful season. And that's all you can ask for. Looking forward to it, brother. Thank you for making time for us on a Monday, and we will all see you tomorrow, brother. I will shoot you a nod. Appreciate it, and uh, yeah, we're looking thank forward. Thank you, guys. To, yeah, we're looking forward to what you do. That's Matt Abdomasi, Huskers basketball. Uh, we'll tour the break. Uh, Nick needs to give away a gift certificate for tonight, so we'll do that with Nick's trivia next. Call now. You know the number. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible. They engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, more. Join me, David Linthicum, by subscribing to On Cloud, where you get your podcasts.